Take a second to think about all the good relationships that you have in your life, whether that's with your spouse, your significant other, a coach, a friend that's always there for you. Think about the qualities and everything that goes into making that relationship great. There's a lot of overlap with how we handle, put in effort, time and work into those relationships and how we can do the same for our relationship with food. Especially in the sports performance world, the world of athletics, I think that this is not talked about or exposed enough, especially to athletes, is that it takes a lot of time, effort, and work to maintain a good balance and a healthy relationship with food. And that can make or break all of the benefits that you gain from having healthy nutrition habits. Welcome to the HNL Movement Podcast, where everything is geared to leveling up your performance in activities, sports, and life. Join me in my professional journey as I share my knowledge and experiences while also learning from professionals, colleagues, clients, and you with one goal in mind, how to optimize human performance. This is the right place to learn how a multi-dimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Welcome back everyone to the HNL Movement Podcast. For all of my new listeners out there, you're in the right place to hear about all of these topics, strategies, tips, conversations of how to optimize human performance. For all of my returning listeners, thank you again for tuning in for another episode. And for everyone out there, there's been a bunch of previous episodes. You can check out all of the previous episodes on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. There's been a lot of great solo topics like today where I talk about a small bite-sized piece of one of the influences or factors that we have to think about when we're talking about optimizing our performance. And of course, there's been a lot of great guest interviews. Guests who've come on and shared their stories, insights, experiences, all of this information that we can take and apply to our journey in some shape or form. So go check that out on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Also check out all the content on my social media channels and on my YouTube channel as well. There's video highlight clips of the guest interviews so you can watch some of the interviews that matches the audio that you've been listening to. And all of my social media handles and my YouTube channel across the board, you can find me at HNL Movement. So be sure to check that out. If you're finding any benefit or value from this content, be sure to share it with anybody who's willing to listen, coaches, friends, teammates, parents, colleagues, anybody that's looking again to join the community and discuss these topics dealing with human performance. So with that, let's jump into today's topic and I'll keep it short and sweet. And I realized with all of my studies, everything that I'm doing right now, I still always have nutrition, sports nutrition on my mind, but everything's kind of been geared to biomechanics, movement, strength and conditioning. So I thought it would be appropriate to do a nutrition episode and a topic because it's been a little bit since I talked about nutrition. So today's whole theme is talking about how crucial that role is to build and develop a healthy relationship with food because that is part of nutrition. That is a big part of nutrition, I feel like, when I talk about and coach nutrition, is to try to improve and constantly work at having a better or improved relationship with food. And along those lines, think about all of us, all of our relationships even, even your most cherished relationships. No relationship is perfect. It constantly takes tweaking, working on, compromise, give and take, all of these things are part of building a relationship. And none of our relationships with food are perfect either. So we always have things that we can improve, things that we can work on. We always have this balance that we're trying to strive for. And the reality is that we all have some form of 
things that are irregular or abnormal as far as nutrition habits. And this is also known as disordered eating habits. And again, before I move on, I wanna make clear that this is different and it is not clinically diagnosed eating disorders. Disordered eating habits are things that affect our regular eating patterns, and it can even be viewed as things that probably impede or obstruct us having normal healthy eating patterns. I'm gonna dive into this in a second, but just know that imperfection, that's part of our relationship with food. No relationship is perfect, whether that's our relationship with food or whether that's relationships in life. So why is this so important? Having a healthy and positive relationship with food, it will support all of the things that we wanna do physically, it will support our mental health, our stress, our outlook towards things, our perception towards things. It will also help us feel better. It impacts and benefits us emotionally too. So let's just try to give a picture or paint a picture of what we're trying to strive for and what does a healthy and positive relationship with food look like. And basically you can kind of categorize four main components of creating or developing a healthy relationship with food. So the four main components are having regularity, things to do with meal timing, not skipping meals, giving our body the nourishing foods that it needs. The second point is variability. I've talked about this in some previous episodes, but we want to consume and enjoy a wide variety of foods. When we start to eat a wide range of foods, we're starting to give our body all of the nutrients that it's really craving to thrive. So we want variability. The third component is we want flexibility. We want to be adaptable. Life happens. Our schedules change from day to day. You have special occasions, special events that you need to attend. Typically when there's food there, right? That's part of the event. You want to be able to enjoy foods with family, friends. You want to be flexible. Being able to find that balance again with eating foods that are nourishing and good for you, but also enjoying foods and enjoying all the things that life has to throw at us. And then the last point, the fourth point, is we want to make our relationship with food and how we're enjoying food, we want to make that fun and we want to be able to eat for pleasure. Again, there's a good balance for this, but you want to be able to enjoy treats. You want to be able to enjoy your kid or your family or your mom or your dad's birthday cake. Those are part of having healthy nutrition habits and also having a healthy and good relationship with food. So again, let's go back to that analogy. Any relationship that is meaningful to you or that you cherish in your life, Think, there's a lot of key elements that we can apply to our relationship with food. There's a lot of compromise, there's a lot of give and take. It's mutually beneficial, usually for both parties. And I think the underlying theme that I want to emphasize today is just like with any relationship, developing a healthy relationship with food, it takes consistent effort, time, energy, and it takes work. It takes work to make sure that you develop, again, a healthy relationship. So what do I mean by it takes work? A lot of things that we do at nutrition, whether we're aware of it or not, it's ingrained in us through consistent habits, practices, and experiences. So when we start to become aware as to what kinds of effects it has on us, that's going to help to show you what is working well, what is working maybe not so well, and what are some of the things that work well under certain circumstances, certain situations. We want to be able to understand this and actually put some effort and work to make sure that we're doing things that are healthy for us, 
having a good balance, and again, not having things that make us have a negative outlook, negative perspective towards foods. And I want to talk about the disordered eating behaviors again, because again, this is not clinically diagnosed eating disorders. These are all things that we all have as part of us with our relationship with food. Things that are again, irregular or abnormal that are not really supporting our relationship with food. But again, everyone has it. So we're not trying to get rid of these. It's again, more understanding what are our tendencies. And these are things that we have to work at, right? With any person, individual, relationship, there are always things that we have to work at. So the more that we're aware of these things, the more that we can actually work at them and make it so that it's in a good balance. We're always going to try to improve that relationship. So some examples of disordered eating behaviors, and these are things that I think we all can relate to. I'm just going to talk about a few common ones that I know even that I have in my life. And this will hopefully get some of the gears turning and thinking about, yeah, how can we improve our relationship with food? So the common examples are, you know, very strict eating rules. If you've ever been super regimented, a lot of times this has to do with that diet culture. If you're following a strict diet, again, it doesn't really support a healthy relationship with food. Food restrictions is a big one. Restricting or eliminating certain foods. And this is outside of, food allergies or food intolerances. This is like, oh, I'm not gonna have candy because I think or I perceive it as an unhealthy type of food option. And building on that, having a black and white perspective on food, a lot of times I talked about this in the past, having this perception of good and bad foods or healthy and unhealthy foods that are strictly black and white, like I can't have them ever, or these are foods that I wanna eat all the time. That's really not what nutrition is about. And again, it doesn't really, add to some of the points I talked about earlier. Variability, flexibility, eating for fun, making sure you have that positive relationship with food. So all of this, again, kind of doesn't support what that definition or how we perceive having a good, healthy, and positive relationship with food. And a few other examples are, you know, skipping meals, excessive bargaining. I think this is a big one, especially in the world of sports, right? I'm gonna eat this, or I'm gonna have this dessert. I'm just gonna work it off extra tomorrow, right? That kind of bargaining approach, or, oh, I ate a lot of salads or vegetables today. I'm gonna treat myself for dinner, right? Our body, from a physiological standpoint, really doesn't care about this bargaining. But again, it has an effect on us, not only physically, but mentally and emotionally. We start to bargain a lot. And again, that does affect our relationship with food, our perception of food. It may cause you know some negative feelings and emotions, maybe resenting what you're eating, not liking what you're eating, feeling like you're playing catch up or whatever it might be. So again, these are things that we all experience. Being aware of it and trying to work on them to make our relationship with food better, that will help our overall lifestyle. And again, what this whole podcast is about, it will help us to reach our physical goals, our training goals and optimize our performance. So as I talked about nutrition in the past, a big thing that I'm about is just finding the right balance, the right balance for you. Yes, we know that there's a good balance that we're trying to achieve, but again, there's some flexibility in that and everyone is a little different. So I'm not gonna talk about specific or in-depth concepts here, but just enjoy foods that both nourish us and make us feel good, make us happy, make us feel mentally focused, mentally good, and also support all of the physical things that you're trying to do. 
whether that's training for things, exercising, just keeping our body overall healthy and in balance. The big question that I've talked about in the past is whatever you're doing, I think just asking one question will help you to navigate some nutrition habits that are working better for you or that you should probably gravitate towards. Ask yourself the question with whatever you're doing, how is that working for you? A lot of the times, if you start to look at the big picture, how it's affecting your entire lifestyle, you'll start to see these choices work good. Maybe these choices work good in certain situations. Maybe these choices, uh, that's not my favorite. It doesn't mean that it won't ever happen. It just means maybe only rarely do that if I absolutely have to do that. And again, I'm reiterating that take home point, finding the balance. It's a lot of work, effort, a lot of compromise sometimes, but overall, when you look at the long-term picture, what you're doing consistently, you want to try to formulate those habits that get you around that point of balance for what works with you, your body, and your entire lifestyle as well. And building off of that further, along those lines, think about nutrition again, I've talked about it, it's integrated into every single part of your lifestyle. And a lot of it is, this is beyond just the physical and aesthetics of how you look, what you're capable of doing in your workouts. This is making sure that what you're doing is actually working for you. And having balanced nutrition habits, it brings a lot of different benefits. Of course, physically, it's going to nourish our body. It's going to help us to create healthy physiological functions, good hormonal function. It'll help us to recover from exercise. It will help us to build muscle, keep our bone density healthy. You know, the list goes on and on physically. But also, emotionally, it should help us to feel satisfied. It should help us to keep our cravings within a normal healthy range. It should help us to feel good about what we're doing with nutrition, not have negative feelings or resent what we're eating or doing all these other things that really may affect us with other things that we're doing throughout the day as well. Food shouldn't have that type of negative effects on us. And of course, mentally, we want to have good perspective towards foods. We want to manage stress. We want to be mentally focused throughout the day, right? Nutrition will play a role in supporting all of this physically, emotionally, and mentally. And again, I know I'm repeating this over and over, but that's how important it is, is that think about how you invest all of your effort, time, and energy, and put in work to all of your meaningful relationships in your life and just start to take some of those practices and also invest that time, energy, work, and put it in towards improving your relationship with food. So hopefully this just gives or exposes everyone to this perspective that nutrition, it isn't about doing things that you don't like. It's not about eating foods that have no taste. It's not about forcing yourself to be disciplined, to stick to a certain regimented plan and be super strict. It's not about changing and flipping your whole lifestyle upside down. And I've talked about all of these things before. When we talk about healthy nutrition, it should do the opposite of what I just mentioned. It should help you to be more in tuned and improve your relationship with food. It should help you to enjoy more of these special occasions, these events, enjoy the many social situations that's centered around food. You can actually enjoy eating the food and enjoy the company. It should reduce your stress, especially when it comes to food choices and healthy eating. It should give you variability so that you can eat a lot of different foods that you enjoy. And it should also sprinkle in those fun foods, the treats, things that you like to enjoy, but again, within a good balance. 
So it's really formulating this balance. And the underlying message here is that that balance should help to strengthen our relationship with food. And just like with all of your other relationships in your life, finding this balance of what is working in that relationship, it brings a lot of enjoyment. It brings just so much mutual benefit to both of your lives. And I think that's what you're trying to find. Food, that relationship with food, it can bring so much benefit to your life. And easier said than done, but all we have to do is just be aware and focus and put in time, effort, and work into actually building our relationship with food and improving it. I will leave this episode off with this. When I first started to dive in into nutrition, and I still don't think that I know much out there with everything that's going on with the research in nutrition, but when I first got on this path, this was about six plus years ago now, this was something that really stuck with me. I wish this whole episode, what I talked about today, this is something that's important that we should be exposed to early on in life, even when we're elementary school. Just understanding that it is very important to build and develop a healthy relationship with food. I think a lot of that will just naturally help us to find the sustainable nutrition habits that really work for us. Again, try to be aware of the things that you need to work on whether that's some of the things that I mentioned with disordered eating behaviors, you know, bargaining, restricting, skipping meals, being so strict on your food rules. If it's some of those things, try to see how can I adjust this and tailor my nutritional habits towards me so that I can improve my relationship with food. And when we start to work at this, you'll notice that a lot of things will start to change. Treat it like any other relationship in your life that's meaningful, that you want to have a healthy relationship with, and apply that formula to improving your relationship with food. And a lot of other things will follow once we start to do that. Again, the physical aspect, the mental aspect, the emotional aspect, and everything else that deals with nutrition will probably start to improve and elevate once we start to focus on improving our relationship with food. So the whole episode, this is all about finding that balance. Remember, put in that time, effort, energy, and work to find what works best for you. And again, if this is benefiting you, I would love to hear some of the feedback, some of the things that you're taking away from this, and even some of the things that are unique to you that you have found that help to improve your relationship with food. You can share it on social media, tag me in it. You can always email me if you have some feedback or even some questions about some of the things that I talk about. You can email me at andrew at HNO Movement. Contact me on social media again or through my website. Everything is at HNL Movement. My website is hnlmovement.com and I would love to hear some of the feedback. But overall, everyone really focus on what can I do to develop and improve my relationship with food? And I know that you'll experience so many more benefits in all the various areas of your life. So that is all that I have for today. Again, thank you for tuning in to this episode. Other than that, be sure to check out all of my free content out there that I mentioned previously. And most importantly, share any content that you find beneficial with family, friends, coaches, colleagues, teammates, anybody that's looking to elevate their performance. I release episodes every Tuesday. So have a great rest of your week, everyone. Think about what can I do to improve my relationship with food this week and continue to do so in the long run. I hope everyone has a great rest of the week ahead of them. Again, I will be back here same time, same place next week. Until then, aloha.